Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to episode number 105 of Thyroid Nation Radio live talk show and podcast. I'm Dana Bowman, founder of ThyroidNation.com and ThyroidHealing.yoga. And I'm Tiffany Milanich of GratefulGarden.biz and MendingMedicine.com. Today we are talking with naturopathic doctor expert, yoga instructor, innovational, international motivational speaker, (laughs) and friend of mine, Dr. Christina Tondora. We are so excited. I had a tooth extracted a week and a half ago. I'm on antibiotics. I don't know, dry socket infection. I cannot talk, so you guys are going to have to bear with me. Okay, so I'm really excited to talk to Dr. Tondora. She's also my, um, my new doctor, and we're really, really excited to have her on the show today. We are really excited. So I see she's already with us, so let's get this Thyroid Nation thriving. Good morning, Dr. Tandor. How are you this morning? I am fabulous. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing good. (laughs) Yeah? Good. Yeah, I'm excited to be here, too. This has been a long time coming. Uh, Dana and I have been uh, trying to plan this for months now, so uh, it's uh, definitely worth the wait, I would say. Oh, we, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. We have quite quite the lineup of, of uh, information that we rarely talk about, to be honest. I mean, we kind of hit the tip of the iceberg about toxins, but we never really dive right. into it. And it's it's an enormous component of Hashimoto. Oh. So I personally am super mm-hmm. super excited to uh, to hear all the all the nitty gritties about it because I know that it plays a huge part in Epstein-Barr, which is really what rocked my yep. world. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, well, you I'm know, ready. Oh, I'm ready. Well, you know, the thing is that, um, you know, we're so focused on other things like nutrients and diet, and we, we forget that um, we're exposed to all these toxins. I mean, toxins are everywhere around us, and um, it's an essential component to really look at it in any chronic disease, whether we're talking about Hashimoto's, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, rheumatoid arthritis, cancer, diabetes, you know, all these things. So it, it's its applicable across the board. And I want to start off by saying I, I would really like to say um, how grateful I am that you have me on the show today. And I just wanted to thank you both for what you do and, you know, just providing information for people so we can make informed decisions. And um, I just want to say thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, it's it's rare that we get um, a doctor that feels like a team player. So we are we are uh, really <laughs> excited to to have you. Um, tell us a little bit about your story. Of course, I know your story, but a little bit about your history and how you got to be where you are with all of your information and knowledge. I didn't even hit on all the different things that you're certified in and all that kind of stuff. So tell us tell us a little bit about um, your history and how you got to be where you are, Doctor Tondora. Well, you know, I um originally from Connecticut and I uh I have a background my undergraduate degree is in electrical engineering. I have a BS in electrical engineering and I did that for uh eight years. I actually uh worked at Skorsky Aircraft as a avionics test engineer. So I was a problem solver there. Um and then <clears throat> I had an injury. I had an ACL, I tore a ligament in my knee and I was on disability for a while. Uh, rehabbing my knee, and uh, I was was sitting around thinking about what I wanted to be when I grew up. 
And um, during my rehab, my wonderful physical therapist, she just looked at me and she said, you need to be a doctor. And so I said, okay. Um, And then as I researched that, (laughs) you know, it was kind of like one of those things like, okay, yeah, this is what I want to do. I really want to help people. Um, I'm a problem solver. And so when I looked at it, you know, instead of going back to conventional medical school, a friend of mine said, uh, why don't you look into naturopathic medicine? And that's what I did. And it just made sense to me that if you can find a cause of a problem, you know, remove any obstacles to healing, give give the body what it needs, the body will heal itself. And, you know, I've been in practice for, oh, gosh, almost 20 years now. And, you know, these principles of naturopathic medicine, I've seen them in action. I've seen them. I've seen the amazing uh, healing capacity of the human body, mind, and spirit. And so um, that's what really drives me. I just I quit my job, uh, went back to naturopathic medical school, moved out to Arizona to Southwest College of Naturopathic Medicine, and then, you know, here I am 20 years later <laughs> doing what wow. I do. So, you know, it's a personal journey, and we all have our, we all have our personal journey, and mine is, is really um, – but helping people and just using my knowledge and experience and sharing that with others uh, and just really helping people out. Hmm. So that's my motivation. I love that. I already yeah. love that. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, again, we all have our journey and, and, you know, it's just, it's interesting how we come across, you know, come across each other in our past, you know, with, with meeting Dana. Um, it's just been a really, really an honor for me uh, just to kind of connect with you. So I really appreciate that. Mm. Fabulous. Thanks, honey. Okay, so enough of the goosebumps and flower filled moments. Let's get into this nitty gritty. Um, we have some really great topics um, to cover, and I know I'm probably jumping ahead, but there was a really fabulous article from the food babe oh, and I know that you and that you were uh, really interested in it. it hits on toxins and and glyphosate and all kinds of things so let's just let's just talk about it really quick before we go through our our spiel and our our talk today well you you're talking about the glyphosate article um it's mm-hmm. it's called glyphosate unsafe on any plate and it's interesting because I I am writing an article for you and it in this uh, article was included in, in what I was writing about, and it's so important because, you know, um, glyphosate is an herbicide that, that uh, you know, Monsanto uh, brought forth in back in the 70s. Um, the problem with uh, glyphosate is that it is highly toxic. You know, it's an endocrine disruptor, um, and what the study, what this article was, was saying is that they actually looked at and surveyed common foods uh, that people commonly eat, like Cheerios and Oreos and things like that, and they um, they tested for the glyphosate levels in these foods. But what they found was just uh, astounding. So um, really high levels of glyphosate in the, in the common foods that, that uh, most people eat. Um, I was surprised. Um, I apologize, Dr. Tondora. I, I was no, surprised. You know, I mean, you know, Frosted Flakes and Cheez-Its and, and Ritz and Triscuits and, oh, my God, I don't think I've had those in a right. 100 years. No. But right. as I'm going down the list in this article, I was really taken back by Annie's brand 
and yep. Kashi as well. I mean, there's a couple yeah. of, you know, uh, a couple of healthy, well, healthier, I should say, you know, things that we right. might grab, even 365 in there. So yep. I don't know. I was like, wow. And and 365 yep. is, is uh, in an organic, you know, they found, <laughs> and it was 119 parts per billion. It wasn't like, you know, even though right. I know you're going to talk about the, the minuscule amount, you know, that causes a problem. But we're talking right. a, a good-sized amount that we're popping up in a few organic brands in there, too. I was like, well, okay, yeah, ex- now you got my, now you got me, you know. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it, it, let me go back, first of all, that, that, especially these, these items that they, they surveyed. I, honestly, they're, they're food-like products. They're not really food. They're right, processed. Food. They're right. food-like products. So, you know, when we're talking about eating healthy foods, what I tell patients, when you go into the supermarket, you want to stay to the sides, right? That's where all the fresh meats are, the fresh vegetables, the fish, everything in the middle, that's all processed and food-like. And so, you know, we have to make that distinction. We've really got things backwards when most of the things that we eat are these processed foods and we have this little bitty section in the, in the supermarket that's labeled uh, natural. I mean, that's backwards, right? So... It, yeah, so you're right. It is surprising because some of these are, you know, they're non-GMO verified and they're coming up with 800, over 800 uh, parts per billion uh, glyphosate residue in them. And it's shocking. Oh, my gosh. And, and the Annie's it, brand that, that was mentioned was a gluten-free. Um, you know, like uh-huh. you said, it, it, it's not real food. It's a gluten-free bunny cookies, cocoa, and vanilla but, I mean, let's yep. just look at, at the number of people, you know, especially in the sports community where all my kids, uh, Dr. Tondor, are in, the, in sports and dance and baseball and goldfish, right. okay? Goldfish <laughs> are on the list, goldfish. people. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, wow, yep. you know, and, and how many people grab those? And, yep. and you know, mm-hmm. the cute little fish and the snack cracker and, you know, I just, it's just ouch. Yeah. Well, you know, going back to what we what they say is, you know, the old science, the acceptable daily limit is 1.75 milligrams per kilogram of body weight for for glyphosate. Now, what we're what we're really looking at is is 0.001 milligrams per kilogram for body weight. So that's over 1,700 times lower than what the EPA says is safe at the moment. So if we're looking at you know a 20 pound kid. Uh, really what they can eat safely is 0.009 maybe milligrams of glyphosate. Very, 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 very tiny. It's very, very small amount. And this is across the board. This is what we're finding out across the board with all types of toxins, whether it's heavy metals, you know, the levels that we say are safe. But what we're really seeing is that these levels are much, much lower. So we really have to reevaluate everything that we do. And, you know, we... I think what's become evident over the last year is that we really need to be proactive in 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 our health in in our whole life actually. We can't be complacent anymore and rely on other people or other things or other agencies to to look out for us. Right. You know, we really have right. to be vigilant. And it starts with us. It starts with us individually, it starts with our family, it starts with our community. And we can start to make changes. Um, you know, I even like with... Go ahead, what's sorry. that? No, no, go ahead. Sorry, yeah. I was going to say something. 
No, yeah, and so it's just, you know, this is just a wake-up call um, that we really have to take our health uh, into our own hands. I have again, to tell you, little, little... go ahead, Dana. No, no, go ahead. No, that wasn't me. That was her. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm having trouble telling the difference between your voice. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. too funny. I like that. <laughs> what, what I was going to share with you guys... Um, you know, there was a very scary situation in uh, in Oregon, of all places, which uh, took me off guard just from that perspective. But uh, a local co-op that um, that I've been buying from for years called Azure Standard, which is an organic co-op, and they grow wheat and, um, you know, all kinds of different, uh, you know, beans and on their own farm in Oregon. And mm-hmm. they had a huge problem because the county was trying to force them to use glyphosate. And Mm. so they sent out an email, um, you know, to, of course, all of their, uh, you know, uh, customers and, Mm -hmm. you know, said, we need this, we need this petition, you know, please be active in in calling the county. And they gave us all the numbers and and this and that. Mm -hmm. And this is a a fairly large co-op that goes through quite a few states, I believe. And uh, they were really having a problem. Uh, with trying to prevent, and they're an organic, yep. certified organic farm. And yeah. I, that was so alarming to me because I thought, wow, I mean, here we're trying to attack organic farms. And, and literally they flat out said, if we lose this hearing, we will have to use glyphosate on this farm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so it's really important. My, my point of that story was just the shock that I got from the attack on an organic farm, but, mm-hmm. you know, also how vigilant people have to be. Like you said, you know, we can't yeah. rely on the FDA. We can't rely on, you know, these EPA. different agencies. We have to be mm-hmm. participant in saying, I do not want this in my food, period. You put it in my food, I'm not going to buy it. It's really simple. It's a exactly. supply and demand deal. But we as the consumers have to tell people, this is, yeah. this is not okay. And we, right. we kind of roll over, like you said, and we wait you know, for the FDA to say this is a problem, which, mm-hmm. my God, could take 20 <laughs> years down the road for them to go, if oh, ever. Yeah. yeah, this was really yeah. bad, you know, and caused a lot yeah. of cancer, and, gee, we're sorry. Well, that's not going to do me a whole lot of good 20 years down right. the road. So we have to be vigilant. So exactly. I, crazy. Is that crazy? Yeah. An organic farm. I was so taken back Well, uh, you know, and that's not that. an isolated incident. You know, these those types of things are happening all over the country, unfortunately, um, being forced to use these, these chemicals. And, uh, you know, again, it's just uh, taking matters into our own hands. You know, even with, like, this phenol A BPA, which was a big problem um, a while back, it, the thing that got BPA out of, out of use or limited use is consumer... Um, consumer pressure. So that's exactly what we need we need to do in all aspects with all these things. Okay, now I know you've got a great lineup going on here and I do want to ask you conventional versus naturopathic medicine. But as long sure. as we're on uh this particular toxin, how does that apply to us with Hashimoto's, Dr. Tondora? What is the link between, you know, say glyphosate and and Hashimoto's? Well, sure. It, well, first of all, it's an endocrine disruptor. So what that means is that it can go in and bind to certain endocrine receptors 
and cause dysfunction. So um, the other thing that it can do is glyphosate is actually um, kills off the good bacteria in our digestive tract. So all those good bacteria that we need in order to process our foods get killed off by glyphosate. The other thing is the uh, pathogens um, like salmonella, uh, clostridium botulinum, those things are actually highly resistant to glyphosate. So you're killing off the good stuff, you're putting in more of the bad stuff uh, in your digestive tract, and that's going to cause a whole whole lot of problems. You know, because many times we're talking about health. Really, the health, our health depends on our nutrition. The basis for our health is our nutrition and the state of our digestive tract. So if we're not putting good nutrients in and we're not able to digest, assimilate, absorb those nutrients, we're not going to be able to make proper hormones. We're not going to be able to make proper neurotransmitters. We're not going to be able to repair ourselves. We're going to get start to get DNA damage. When you start to get DNA damage, that's, you know, on your way to cancer and other chronic disease. So it, it, any time it affects the gut, it's going to affect your overall health. And that's the, that's the issue with glyphosate. Hmm. Hmm. Unfortunately. <laughs> you yeah, know? unfortunately. I mean, and the, the thing that's so frustrating is, you know, I have kids, Tiff has kids. It's just, it's, they're always saying, well, nothing's good for us, Mom. I mean, I'll be like, no, we can't do that. No, we can't do that. And then yep. you know, I'm like, that's not good for you. And they're like, well, nothing's good for us. And I'm just, just unfortunately, you know, I'm I'm mostly saying, well, I know. I'm sorry. I mean, it may well, seem that way. I mean, you know, some fruits and veggies, and they're like, oh, ah, blah, fruits and veggies. You know, like organic, you know. And they're, they're just frustrated. And it is frustrating. And I just use that because everybody's, you know, we have to be proactive and it's just a little bit, right. you know, disheartening. It can be, you know, and it can be a little bit overwhelming, but here's the thing. It's just about creating new habits. Um, and those are, you know, those are done slowly over time. You want to start where you are, use what you have, and do what you can. So, again, it's the little things that make a, a big difference. So it's just the little choices that we make every day. Um, so just start where you are. Do what you can. And, and it's just a matter of creating new habits. So instead of reaching for the goldfish, you're going to reach for a piece of fruit or something like that. Um, little little steps. Oh, it's yeah, all, we don't have goldfish in our house. <laughs> oh, no, no way. No, I see there's, there's yeah. no goldfish in <laughs> our know, house. I, no way. I feel so incredibly fortunate, you know, uh, homeschooling. So my kids really are in my food control, uh, you know, I would say a yeah. healthy 99, 99% of the time. So what's yeah. interesting from, from my perspective is when they do eat that, you know, obviously we're not, I don't want to be the, you know, the weirdy and whatever, and, and, you know, people can judge me on that or whatever. But if they're at a birthday party, I'm not going to freak out and, you know, have the cupcake because I know that, you know, 99% of the time what they put in their body mm-hmm. is good. But what's interesting the reason I wanted to share that was is when they eat that, they feel like crap and they're moody mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and they're like, God, mom. It's like, so what, what's good about that is they put that association of, you know, food and mood or lack of energy or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, particularly my eldest daughter who's 13 who, uh, you know, she feels it the most, I think, of all of them. But she really can put that relationship of, wow, that's craziness, yeah. how bad I actually feel today. 
You know, mm-hmm. uh, I wish everybody had that opportunity because then kids, right. they don't want to feel that way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that it's that easier for them to walk by the cupcakes at the birthday party and stuff like that, you know, uh, but uh, it is it is an, an awesome opportunity when you when you allow them to, to to feel that way sometimes, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's a great oh, realization for I was just going to say, what if, you know, your your kid definitely probably has candida, so when they walk past the, you know, cupcake, it's, right. it's their body and not their brain, you know, like robot-like walking over to the cupcake mm-hmm. going, uh, give me cupcake, because <laughs> the candida right. is taken over, right? And I know the majority, right. I mean, the there's a really high, me. <laughs> yeah, there's a really high number of people that I, I read in a study that Harvard, uh, you know, said that that have candida that don't know it uh, the yeah. american population and so you know you that's just, a whole that's a whole other topic for another, i know that's a I whole know. other podcast i know yes but, i know but it's seriously. true that yeah i mean just with the amount series. of sugar that we, that we but seriously the amount of sugar that we consume or that's in our our diets um just lends itself to candida overgrowth and you're right it is a i think it's a silent epidemic um especially here in the united states goes hand in hand with um, with obesity, obviously, and then it also goes hand in hand with um, exposure to toxic metals. So, mm. yeah. So when there's uh, when you have candida, you know they, you want to look uh, and test for um, toxic metals as well. So those go hand in hand, and you know t- what I want to get across today too is especially with toxins is that. Um, what I do as a naturopathic doctor, you know, we do functional medicine. That's what we're experts in. We're trained in that. We're trained in nutrition. We're trained in finding the cause of a problem. So there is, there's testing out there where we can test for all these different toxins that uh, we're going to talk about today. We can test for glyphosate levels. We can test for uh, heavy metals. We can test for BPA, bisphenol A, and things like that. So, you know, it's really I'm imperative asking. that people know their toxic body burden. Yeah. Yeah. And conventional, yeah. you know, now let's let's flip back up, Dr. Tondora. The difference between conventional and naturopathic medicine is much of that is testing where conventional medicine just says, you know, okay, so you're hypothyroid and, and you know, if you get that extra step, yes, you're Hashimoto or you're mm-hmm. not. And, you know, we might get some B12 and, and vitamin D and, iron if we mm-hmm. really, you know, fight for it, magnesium if we're lucky and things like that, you know. And mm-hmm. where naturopathic medicine actually goes through all of these different things mm-hmm. before the prescription gets doled out, right? Because much of that, when it's corrected, depending on the situation, yep. can yep. can avoid the person and, and reset the thyroid and, and lower the, the antibodies and all of these things before they go on thyroid medication. That's right. the, the beauty exactly. of naturopathic medicine is that is you know, the ability to to identify that, you know. I yeah. mean, we just, yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's you know, a different it goes, path. It is, it is. It's it's a different, it's a whole different philosophy of health and healing. And look, at, you know, we all have our place in the healthcare system. You know, if you break your arm, don't come see me, right? You want to go, <laughs> you want to go to the ER, you know. But for everything else, I, I think I, and I believe that every person should have a naturopathic physician as their primary care doctor, without mm, a doubt. Wouldn't that be, be ideal? That's awesome. 
It is, you know, because, again, we're, goal, we're yeah. finding. <laughs> right. Well, you know, there's a lot of us out there. And so, uh, you know, you can you can go to our national website, the American Association of Naturopathic Physicians. It's naturopathic.org. Um, and find a naturopathic doctor in your area. I consult with people all over the world um, if there aren't any practitioners in your area. So, well, you know, we're out there. And it's just a matter of, of again, you know, giving everybody the information. And so, you know, we all have our place in the healthcare system. And, and uh, you know, it goes back to what, when you're trying to be healthy, like what is health? That's what I always ask you, what is health? I don't know. What do you think health is? To me, that's a little bit loaded. I was going to say that is that that would take me, my goodness, to just mm-hmm. even contemplate. It's it's not a simple answer. It's a very Mm-mm. complex for me. For me, yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, some people think it's you know it's feeling good or no pain or you know uh, lack of symptoms or things like that. But you know, if you really look at it from a metabolic perspective, health is proper function. So, you know, your brain communicates with your body. It sends signals back and forth. If everything's functioning properly, there's no disease and then there's no symptoms. But if there's a loss of function somewhere because of a poor diet, lack of sleep, uh, you know, antibiotic use, whatever it is, viruses, bacteria, injury, you start to get a loss of function. If that's allowed to continue, you get a disease process. If that's not corrected, you finally you have a symptom. So symptoms are the last thing that you see. You already have a disease process. You already have a loss of function. So symptoms are kind of like the check engine light on your car, right? You can kind of, you can take care of that several different ways. Get rid of that light. You can pull the light out. That's treating the symptom. You can cut the wires to that light. That's treating the symptom. Or you can actually go back and check the engine. And that's exactly what I do. So we're checking all these things and not just treating a symptom. So you're right. It is a complex It is a complex process. And that's why, you know, these things, we need investigation. We need to do some testing. And, you know, Hashimoto's is a multifactorial disease. It's not just one thing. You know, it, it affects your immune system, autoimmune. So we have to go back and look at your digestive tract, right? Most of your immune system is, is in and around your digestive tract. So if you have... Bad bacteria, lack of good bacteria, the candida overgrowth, you might have parasites, food allergies, you have some to- throw some toxins in there. My gosh, there's a lot to work on. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's multi-effect. Yeah, absolutely. You know, look at adrenals, um, you know, your cortisol levels, things like that, and how they affect, uh, affect your thyroid as well. So um, it's complex. Wouldn't that have been and nice? That's what we do. Wouldn't that have been well, nice to have, have had that tested and checked on before I started on my journey? <laughs> Wouldn't that have been well, great? Start <laughs> that's, where you are. that's the big kahuna for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is. Start where, you, definitely, you know, start where you are. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. So. It just would have, would have been nice had, you know, had I had the information that we're trying to share and give to people right now so that they, they don't follow the path that I did. And so hopefully a shorter distance for, for their health. Um, and mine is, mm-hmm. it's just that, you know, my adrenals weren't even considered. So it was just a pill one and done kind of thing. And of course, obviously now we know that's not the case. So, but yeah, there are so right. many. Well, and the crazy, 
the craziest thing is really in in your type of situation. Of course, Dr. Tondora is much more qualified to to comment on this, but in your particular situation, medicating you with thyroid medication is is almost kind of dangerous, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't yeah. know that. That was my opinion on it, whatever, Mm -hmm. three-some years ago that I met you was like, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, really your cortisol levels were so incredibly low that to address Mm -hmm. that without addressing the adrenals at the same time, you know, really has led you on a wild goose chase over the years, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely. And I I know a lot of people are feeling that. It's it's frustrating, but it is. Anywhere. You know, it is frustrating, and I, you know, the patients that I see that come in, they're frustrated with their with their medical doctors because, you know, they're again, they're kind of, tr- they're just treating a symptom and really chasing numbers. You know, when they do a blood right. work, chasing or numbers. Looking at, yeah. You know, we don't chase numbers. Um, we we look at the person and how they're feeling. Uh, numbers are just they're just, you know, scribbled on a page. So uh, when you're looking at, you know, thyroid blood levels, obviously everybody's now educated that it's not just TSH. It's all these right. other um, values that you need to uh, to look at as well. So, um, you know, they just look at, and a lot of patients are frustrated because they're just looking at and they're chasing numbers and their TSH is in normal range and off you go. But um, you really have to look at... Um, like I said, digestion, your immune system. Hashimoto's is an autoimmune disease. So the first thing you want to look at is immune system. You want to support your immune system. You want to, again, remove any obstacles to healing, which might be bogging down your immune system, giving your body what it needs, so vitamins, nutrients, in order to boost your immune system. And, and Dana, what you were talking about, your adrenals, the first thing when, when somebody comes into my office and they're talking about thyroid, First thing I look at is their adrenals. <laughs> now, cortisol cortisol is the primary hormone which directs your immune system. So, let's look at that. You know, it also cortisol directly affects your thyroid. It, it inhibits that conversion of of inactive T4 to to the active T3 in the body. So, we have to look at all these things. And if you're if so, if I'm just giving somebody a thyroid medication, sending them on their way, I'm doing them a disservice. Oh, that's um, right. You know, so uh, and just looking at all those things, um, you know, cortisol levels can it can increase uh, the production of reverse T3. So, you know, when you have higher levels of reverse T3, you're going to get more hypothyroid symptoms, low basal body temperature, fatigue, depression. Um, and it can also create a situation where you're you're having more insulin resistance, so you're not uh, so you're having more and increasing your blood sugar levels. So you know now we're dealing with not only a thyroid issue, an adrenal issue. Now we're looking at blood sugar issues. So it's it's a really a comp- you know we're a complex organism. You have to take the time. You can't evaluate this complex organism in ten fifteen minutes. Yeah, it takes some time to think about this. And so, you know, that's the beauty of what I do. You know, it's really problem solving. It's really getting to the to the heart of the matter here. So, yeah, so looking at all those things. And then, you know, again, those those toxins that we don't really talk about play a big part in that. Um, Dan, I think there was a there was a gal I was following a Facebook Facebook feed one time, a gal, she had Hashimoto's and she was saying um, how her doctor had switched her medication and she wasn't feeling good. 
Um, so later on in the conversation, and I'm kind of following along, and later on in the conversation, uh, she says, oh, well, I've been diagnosed with, I think it was um, I had a heart, high R, uh, rheumatoid factor, uh, fibromyalgia, uh, a couple other things going on, osteoarthritis. And so my, my thought, my suggestion to her was, well, you need to look at digestion, you need to look at adrenals, and you might want to be checked for some some toxicity or an infectious process. And so she, she says, well, I, you know, I do live in a house that has mold and it's termite infested. So, um, you know, right there, if you're living in an environment that has mold and you're spraying pesticides for termites, you, it, it, you've you got to take care of that first. I don't care how much medication, I don't care how much supplements I give you, you have to take care of that first. So anytime we're dealing with toxins, you have to, first thing you have to do is remove yourself from the toxic environment. I got or a question for you. Get better. After, after 20 years of, of naturopathic medicine, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about persistent versus non-persistent toxins and things like that, but let me ask you, what is the number one toxin you see or what's a better better yeah. question? In in twenty years, Doctor Tondora, what is the number one toxin or problem con, you know concerning toxins that you see? Is that an easy question, or I, I you know what I mean? Is that something you can answer? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna blow your mind a little bit. I know bit. that's I'm not the number one question, and I apologize. <laughs> but I mean, you know, okay. I think I you know what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> I do, you know, I do, and I'm going to totally blow your mind because I'm going to say the number one toxin I see with people is their toxic thinking. Hmm. Ooh, I like that. I like it that. Really, it is. I mean, you know, it I, thinking. It's their their toxic thinking. It's their attitude. Your attitude. And I'm, I'm I know I'm getting away from what you're. I know what you're really asking me. But no, honestly, no, no. Actually, believe it or not, you could not have answered that any more perfect, mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I mean, because it, we, it, you know, after three years, Dana and I talk about that all the time. And, you know, we can talk about people and talk to people whose numbers yeah. and everything look just absolutely perfect. They couldn't be mm-hmm. more perfect. And yet they're still mm-hmm. ill. Yeah. It all comes down to exactly what you're talking about. So please, yes, take yeah. the reins and, and go with that one, please. Yeah, you know, it, your attitude it, your attitude is is everything. Um, and I think, you know, we're talking about really like the meaning of life and, and you know, what, the meaning of life is to have fun. It's to be happy, right? And so for me, you know, it's about appreciation. So it's appreciation for what you have, but eager for more. You're eager for more. It's that constant learning, that constant living, that constant enjoying, really. So it, it, for me, it just boils down to being really grateful for, for now and yet eager for more. Hmm. We've got to learn how to constant enjoy. I like that. We've got to, we got to retrain our brains how to constantly enjoy. I like that. 
Yeah, honestly, if you retrain your brain, and again, it's just a habit. We're, we're kind of, you know, we grow up in these certain patterns that we get from our family, our friends, and it's just a, it's a retraining your brain. And it's, a, it's about constantly going back to those, those uh, thoughts that make you feel good. And really going back to that, and I, and you know, when you when you have a great attitude or, or you're thinking these good thoughts, and your whole body feels good. It, it's, I mean, your brain controls your body; it sends out chemical signals. So if you're in a joyous totally, mood, you're going to send out, you know, yeah. happy chemicals. <laughs> happy chemicals, regardless of what's going on. I, I, yeah. I just, I can't agree with that. Hundred and two thousand percent. Honestly, I, I really, and I think that, that that is something, and and negative thoughts can create body pains and yep. just, yep. you know, crushing, I'm going to die feelings. I mean, yep. physical feelings, you know, that, yep. that uh, shoo, boy, that's a show you know, on its the, own, too. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know that? Mm-hmm. Well, podcast number 110 will be that. Mm-hmm. But, um, right. and, it, and that's not to totally. dismiss. That's not to dismiss how people are feeling and their physical ailments at all, because those are real, you know. If you have pain... Well, and, and let's face you, it, right, even certain nutrients, even nutrient deficiencies can create that whole uh, negative, you know, the earth is falling in, uh, exactly. you know, feeling. Yeah, yeah. So, exactly. Right, totally. Yeah, you know, we're not I going to share something with you. When you were talking about candida, I, had, I went to my own issue with candida and again I think everybody to some degree has has a candida overgrowth but I, you know a couple of three years ago I went through my own issue with candida so I know those feelings of fatigue I know those feelings of you know sugar cravings and things like that and they were just and my mood was was very low and I kept telling myself it's just the candida talking oh and that would that would bring me out of it you know and obviously I was doing all the the things that I needed to do to correct the problem. I was eliminating sugar from my diet. I was doing my nutrients. I was, you know, doing all that. But um, it was a it was a constant process of really going back to that those thoughts that made me happy and putting those other thoughts out of my mind. That for me it was like that. That's just the, if I was feeling bad, that's just the candida talking. Boom, and then I was up and on my way and focusing on what I needed to accomplish. So it's always about moving forward, never moving backwards. It's always about moving forward, you know, forward. Any helpful tips, Dr. Tondora, for people, uh, unfortunately, that, that may not be in a position to see a naturopath right now? We know that there's a lot of listeners out there that, you know, it, it's almost uh, mentally crushing in and of itself that they can't yeah. go see a naturopath and afford the, the testing and all these things. Any helpful yeah. tips on candida, things they can do, uh, or tests that they might be able to ask for their conventional medicine? I mean, of course, we would love that they would all be able to come and see you. <laughs> but uh, just for, for the listeners, some, some quick, quick tips on candida? Well, you know, I would suggest that they, what they do is they, um, they keep a, diet, a food journal and read labels. I, would, I want them to just everything that they eat and drink, I want them to look at the labels and write down the amounts of sugar that's in everything that they eat. So they can kind of get a sense of how much sugar that they're, they're, they're actually eating. Um, 
And eating includes includes liquids, correct, Dr. Tondora? I mean, I see people that consume 120 grams of sugar and they didn't realize it in their iced tea. (laughs) Right. Food includes liquids. Yeah, you know, because I I have a cup of coffee every morning. I had my organic uh, coconut milk creamer at the back of that, and there was five, three to five grams of sugar in a tablespoon. Yes. And I was putting about two to three tablespoons in in my cup of coffee. Yummy! So, you know, right? I know it, it was really good, but you know oh that wasn't helping me out at all. So you know, it's just it's just becoming aware. Once you're aware, once you know better, you do better. So it's just, it's like bringing these things into right. our conscious awareness. Um, so, you know, write down the amount of sugar that you consume daily and everything that you eat and drink. And that should be pretty, uh, that's a great place to start. It should be pretty eye-opening right, right there. It was for me. And shoot, I'm, you know, I'm a naturopathic doctor, so I should know these things, right? Wow. Um, so there's, you know, that's one thing that they can start doing. Um Again, when they go to the supermarket, stay to the sides. Those are the things you want to be eating. You want to be eating the fresh fruits and vegetables, seafood, meats, things like that. All that stuff mm-hmm. in the middle is processed. It's high in sodium, it's high in salt, and it's high in sugar. Probably high in artificial colors and sweeteners and other things like that, which, again, is another mm-hmm. podcast for another time. Um yeah, and specific so, uh, testing. Specific testing, yes. Um, you can do. There's a food allergy testing that I have that that uh, tests for candida as well, um, and that is uh, that is a uh, a blood uh, blood spot that we can do. Um, yeah, and the thing the thing about candida is it's 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 very virulent. Um, uh, it, one of the things that candida produces, and I know this is kind of off topic, but uh, the candida, the yeast produces um, what we call biofilm. Most people don't know this. Um, it, it produces a biofilm, so it's a protective protein layer that protects it from uh, dying. So any type of herbs you're using to kill the candida, or even if you're using a pharmaceutical agent, um, to kill the candida, it's very hard to get rid of because of this protective biofilm. Now, one of the things that I use in my um, candida protocol are some uh, proteolytic enzymes and some other substances that actually break down this biofilm, and that's when you're really going to get a handle on your candida. So it's it's mm. taking care of this uh, this biofilm that it produces. Um, and so, the, you know, that's one of the things that most people... You know, all these candida diets and cleanses don't even know about and don't even touch. Um, you and know, that's it's a really huge breaking. Thing. My God. You're doing well, all this it, stuff and then it has a biofilm that can't break down. My goodness. Right. Right. So you could be, you know, eating. Most people think that, you know, they'll take care of their candida by eating a clean diet, no sugar. That's not the case. You actually really have to go in and break down these, this biofilm because candida can migrate out of the digestive tract into the bloodstream and into different places in the body so uh, and cause a lot of problems. Um, so it's really focusing on breaking down this biofilm and there's certain nutrients that will do that um, that you really have to incorporate or else you'll make progress if you clean up your diet, Absolutely. 
but right. it's really if you want to get rid of it, um, it's it's focused concentration. And the thing is, with any any type of protocol, it's consistency. It's just right. like if you want to learn how to play tennis, you can't go expect to be an expert in tennis by going out and practicing once a week. You have to go out right, and and, and even thyroid so. hormone. Thyroid hormone plays a huge responsibility in regulating candida, correct? So in, until you actually address the thyroid hormone as well, it will continue to come back. Is that a correct statement? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yes. And there, and it's also addressing your adrenals, your cortisol levels. It's also addressing you know that chronic low grade inflammation that you have in the digestive tract. So identifying. Um, things that create inflammation, uh, mostly from diet. You see it mostly from diet. So foods that, that create inflammation, um, uh, food allergies you want to check for, um, again, and, it go, and it goes back to toxins as well. Once, If you're exposed to toxins, you ingest them on your food and, and right, the water, right. they create inflammation in the body. So, it, again, it's you know, all one big domino. Mul- it's multifactorial, yeah. You, should, yeah. I mean, you really have to be kind of looking out for all these things, and and that's one of the reasons why people come see me because then I can, you know, I can look at these things for them, and they're not going any crazy with, with nutrients Dr. or herbs. <laughs> right, exactly. Or, that's the that's the tough thing. Any any helpful nutrients to focus on? Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, or herbs in particular that can just help. You know, like I said, we have so many listeners that unfortunately can't, you know, can't. At the, yep. this particular time, see a functional uh, medicine doctor. Right. Any any yep. just helpful tips for the general public? I know that there's, you know, uh, lots yep. of individual cases, but just some good stuff, good tips. Yes. So overall, if we're looking at whether we're looking at Hashimoto's or Candida, you really want to support your detox pathways. So that's mostly liver phase one and phase two. So there are things like milk thistles, the salimarin. Uh, alpha lipoic acid um, will help to support phase one and phase two of liver detoxification. So there's a product I use. It's called Lipoline CR, and that really helps with, with both phase one and phase two. Um, things like uh, glutathione, uh, there's a product called Glutathione Supreme that we use. Um, Essential fatty acids, so fish oils. You have to be kind of careful with fish oils, though, because, you know, again, we're talking about mercury toxicity in fish that we see a lot of. So you have to get a good quality um, fish oil. That will help to reduce inflammation. Um, there's a product I use. It's called Pure, uh, Pure EFA 1300. Um, so things like that. Um, quercetin helps with inflammation and uh, allergy. Uh, green tea extract, um, you know, some of those things like that. Even, even, um, you know, doing coffee enemas. I don't know if you guys have talked about, um, you ladies have talked you know, about coffee enemas not on very the show often. before. Not very often. So uh, I know, please. and everybody's going to go, ew, ew, you know, because it's an enema. Well, but, tell um, us some of the benefits of doing that. <laughs> Well, first no, of all, honestly, I'm trying wanted, to remember. We had one practitioner, and oh, I gosh, thought on your was website. it Kelly Brogan? It was Kelly, it was Kelly Brogan. Brogan. Yeah, it was Kelly Brogan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So please, and, and Jim yes, Whitman a long time benefit. ago. That's true. Long time yeah. ago, geez, a couple years ago. ago. Yeah. So, so this please. is something that you can that you can do at home. Obviously, you want to use organic 
coffee. <laughs> um, and so it, basically what you do is you, you uh, brew your, the coffee, your organic coffee, um, and you can use an enema bag or um, an enema kit, which you can get from Walgreens for two, three bucks. Um, and then you fill those with the your organic coffee. Obviously, you want to cool it down. You don't want it scalding hot. And then you use it as a, as a well, you know. And um, no, I, I'm laughing because it, that's something that, right? People, Ed, that's possible. So go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is. Yes, it is quite possible. Trust me. I've seen. I've pretty much seen everything. Um, so you just you use it as an enema, and I use this a lot with my cancer patients because. Um, you know, coffee is a stimulant, so what it does is it, it stimulates the liver to to push out bile. So it's going to help with liver detox. And obviously, um, when you're stimulating liver, you're going to get, you're going to stimulate the colon, you know, to have peristalsis. So you're going to move things out through the colon. So you're going to uh, start to move those toxins out of the colon and the liver. Um and it's again, we use this a lot for our chronic patients, especially our cancer patients. Um, I know just Dr. Wonderful Gonzalez. Pen. Dr. Gonzalez was a huge proponent of uh, of coffee enemas. You know uh-huh. the, the yeah, you know who Dr. Gonzalez is um, the yeah, he did, he did. Uh, Sloan Kettering trained oncologist who who yeah. went from conventional treatment to all natural treatment, which I think mm-hmm. was mainly around pancreatic enzymes. Coffee yes. enemas, of course, you know, each one yep. different, you know, diet tailoring, supplement tailoring, and whatever, but uh, he was mm-hmm. a huge proponent of coffee enemas. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, Any concerns? Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Please. No, go ahead. No. Any concerns no, for any any uh, person? Yeah, any concerns for, you know, people that have maybe some uh, liver issues or kidney issues? Uh, that that to be kind of um, concerned with at all? Careful. Or no? Mm, no. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. Uh-uh. No. And that, that sounds inexpensive and beneficial and something that anyone can do. Anybody can do it. And if you go, I work, I, um, I'm affiliated with a cancer organization. It's called Cancer Crackdown out of South Carolina. Um, I'm a mentor uh for their organization. If you go to their website, I, I believe they do have the kits and they probably have the um, instructions available for, for people as well. Um, so they can always uh, go over to cancercrackdown.org and take a look over there. Um, if not, you, they can always email me at drtondor at drtondor.com and we can get the, the instructions out to them. But again, that's a great way just to start that process of and open up those roots of elimination. You know, one of the other things I have is a 10-day detox, a whole body detox program. So it's just a way to get people started in that whole detox process. And I came up with that because I, I really needed something that I could that could, was simple that I could follow myself. And so, you know, it, it'll give them a, a menu plan, a complete menu plan, a complete shopping list, um, it comes with the supplementation that you need. So the nutrients that I talked about as far as like the uh, N-acetylcysteine and, and uh, alpha-lipoic acid, uh, green tea extract, all those things to help support and just start opening up those roots of elimination. So digestion, liver function, skin. It has some uh, instructions on there for skin brushing, 
and things like that to to really stimulate lymphatics um, and, uh, you know, help to move toxins out. One of the other things people can do at home is they can do castor oil pack. Have we talked about that at all on your show? We have not. It's an old-time Edgar Cayce remedy, and it's, you can actually get, you know, the, all, everything. It's a topical application. You get everything like at Sprouts or Whole Foods. Um, and so you use castor oil, and then they have what's called the pack, which is a pure cotton flannel. So it's a pure fabric, so it's no, it has no toxins in it. Um, so what you do is you can um, you lay the flannel on the counter, you drizzle it with the castor oil, and then what you want to do is you want to put it topically right over your liver, so right at the base of your ribs on the right-hand side. And what that does, and a lot of times you could put a heating pad over it or a hot water bottle to kind of help that to help the castor oil soak in through the skin. It's a great way to move out toxins. It helps to move lymphatics. It helps to stimulate blood flow. Um, it'll help to stimulate liver function. So those are one of the things that, and that's it, relatively inexpensive as, as well that people can do at home. Um, and uh, you know they can do that daily. Um, and I usually recommend maybe 45 minutes to an hour every day. The one thing I will say about that is um, <clears throat> that the castor oil will stain. So if you get it on your clothing or your bed linens, you're done. So a lot of times people will put a towel over them or wrap saran wrap around, and they can use that. Um, another thing that people can do at home is if they have a bathtub, is to uh, do a, a sea salt and baking soda bath. That's a great way to re- to pull out toxins. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. you know, sea salt you can get. You can, I, you guys, you've probably talked about that before, too. Um, Actually, no, we really, we honestly really haven't gone into detoxing in, in any depth, Dr. Tondora. It's, uh, to be honest, and I think for me personally, yep. it mm-hmm. is, uh, in my opinion, it is the last domino of, of my healing. I, you know, I've made mm-hmm. incredible progress and, um, you know, I have uh, kidney issues, and so mm-hmm. detoxing is a very frightening word for me. And uh, yes, so I, I really, uh, you know, I mean, I get very ill from even you know simple massage and moving lymphatic mm-hmm. systems and anything like that. So it's a really mm-hmm. scary topic, you know. But there's lots of you know lots of like the things that you're mentioning, great ways to to gently, yep. um, you know, to detox without any problems. Yeah. So, yeah. so something Tiffany, like, like the, I was just going to say, Tiffany, yeah, she's, you know, you're very cautious and, you know, rightly so. You have had kidney issues from, you know, pretty much the get-go. What, six? How old were you? Yeah. Six? Yeah, from well, birth. So, six was my first kidney failure. That was my first right. kidney failure was six. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. Right. So when <laughs> Tiffany time, asked questions, when she asked questions, you know, cautions, concerns, you know, regarding right. kidney, you know, she's always got this. Right this thing in the back of her mind because, you know, there are people out there. So we're always, we always like to see both sides of the coin. Well, and just for the listeners, I'm kind of like worst case scenario. So in other (laughs) words, it it doesn't apply to majority in the general public, but, you know, uh, chronic kidney disease is on the rise. And Mm -hmm. that's, you know, I think that's a a very large component in that and on this toxic era of, of, you know, Mm -hmm. kidneys and the liver 
having mm-hmm. trouble keeping up with with everything that's going on. And what scares me, Dr. Tondor, and I don't know, I'm, you know, how you feel about it, but you know, everybody wants to detox when they're toxic, rather <laughs> than you know, really detox is something that should be done on a regular basis that doesn't get you to toxic. Does that make sense? Every day. Yeah. Every day. You're. Uh, thank you for every saying day. that because every day, you got to do something that that detoxes you every day. Again, it's that consistently. You can't do it. You can't go binge eating and drinking for months and then do a 10-day detox. Exactly. Thank you, You thank you, thank you. Because that's a really huge misconception. And people can get very ill when you do these crazy detoxes when you are actually toxic. You know, if you have a limited you know, uh, organ function that maybe you aren't even aware of. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I have people who have said, you know, oh, good, I'm going on this liver detox. I'm so excited. And, and, you know, of course, when Tiffany and I talk about it, you know, I'm always like cringing because I'm thinking, oh, no, you know, I guess it's good for you, but only if you don't have all this built up stuff. I mean, you really need to be doing it gently every day. And one of the things that uh, we also talked about on a previous show, Dr. Tondora, was that a long time ago, a hundred years ago, however many years you want to, you know, throw out there, our bodies were different. Our soils were different. There were no chemicals, mm-hmm. pesticides, glyphosate, all the kinds toxins, of things, right. toxins, mm-hmm. bromines on your computer. You know, like it was different. Our human, our bodies were made differently back then, and and we didn't really have to support or help the liver detoxification mm-hmm. uh, process as much as we do now. Now there's so many things coming at us at every mm-hmm. moment, and things you don't even think right. about. Need, right. just you're taking a shower, right, or a bath mm-hmm. or, or whatever it is, there's no possible way that you could just, your body can just go, yeah, well, I'm just, you know, perfectly functioning just perfectly with this liver, mm-hmm. you know, uh, detoxification process because there's just too many unknowns. And, and th- unless you lived in this little bubble, maybe, right? Right. Mm-hmm. right. No, right, you're absolutely sure. right. I mean, there's so many toxins that we can control. And then there's mm-hmm. many toxins, let's face it, that, that we can't. So we have to exactly. really limit the exposures to the ones that we can control. Yeah. You know, yes. the, the plastics in our, you know, uh, food storage and, and right. you know, skincare bottles and shampoo bottles and personal care and, and organic foods. I mean, there's things right. that we really, you know, reading labels, avoiding parasi- yep. uh, parabens and triclosan mm-hmm. and all of these different things. Those are things that we actually can choose that limit, you know, yeah. uh, the toxic load. Any other ones that you can think of that the people can really control themselves? You you named a lot of them. Just with the, again, the plastics are a huge thing. Uh, using glass or stainless steel containers instead of plastic. Um, you know, using uh, avoid using those hand sanitizers because they do contain that triclosan, right? Um, which Teflon you know, pans. Cooking and stainless Teflon. steel and right, right. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep. Definitely. Um, drinking uh, filtered water. Um, you know, reverse osmosis or uh, other filtered water. Definitely. You know, all those things. You know, even cosmetics, something as simple. Cos- cosmetics. Go my gosh. Oh my god. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's podcast number one eleven. Right. Um, That's a show. I was going to say, there you go, show number 111. The other one is clothing. Okay, uh, uh seriously, like, I think about this all the time. Okay, I live in a very hot place, 
well, right now it is anyway, is Joshua Tree. I think I think most of the country is hot right now, but yeah. you know, Joshua Tree has a but sweating and you think about the clothing and the chemicals that are in even if you buy hundred percent cotton, the chemicals mm-hmm. that are in the clothing that's made mm-hmm. and the dyes and the oh my god, that's show that's show one fifteen through one twenty. Oh and you dry, know, cleaning. And dry cleaning. Yeah, dry carpet. cleaning. <laughs> right, right. Yep. No. Yeah, furniture. My, gosh. my kids are gonna, this is what they do they freak out when they hear me talking like this they're like i'm like and what about beds you know your mattresses and they're like mom stop yep right it is overwhelming yep. seriously yeah seriously yeah yeah so but what we know, can do right on the silver lining right we can get organic cotton sheets organic cotton pillows yep. right i mean we can yep. at least do Costco had organic cotton pillows two for for nine ninety nine. Okay, oh. that's that is affordable, like you cannot uh-huh. believe. Yeah. I was like affordable and, organic, and doable. Yep. Affordable and doable, right? Organic, affordable especially doable, okay. Yeah. So if you can't afford the 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 sheets, you can at least afford the pillow that's right on your head. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Baby steps. Yep. Good positive exactly. things that we can do, right? Start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. You know, and now today is the summer solstice, so we're coming into the summer. Lots That's of farmers' right. markets cropping up. You know, support your local farmers, your local organic farm. Go buy your produce from them, you know, organic, and just, just shift, you know, shift where you, where you get your uh, foods. And really absolutely. read labels. You know, it's just it's one little thing at a time. If you're having trouble, you know, your thyroid nation is a great, you two are a great resource for people. I'm available. You know, we're here to help. Um, and I know it can be like you said, it was a daunting task, but um, even if it's shifting one thing every day, that's where yeah, it starts. Yeah, shifting, shifting. That's such a nice word, shifting. You know, as right. opposed to. Yep. You know, not um, change up the world by tomorrow. No, right. You're not <laughs> just shifting. You're shifting right. your thinking. You're shifting your, your letting go. Um, you know, like my first easy example is just throw out the dryer sheets and get some wool balls. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not as it's not as lovely and and squishy and plush and stuff sometimes. Yeah, I understand that, but it's one thing you can do. Put some um, lavender drops on the wool ball and and you yep. know mm-hmm. I just let it be what it is. You know, I mean. Certainly yep. not going to yep. you know, be as cushy, but you know, you know that's one thing you can do. You know, go through your your underneath your sink. You know, with the dish detergents and things like that. You know, and switch them to a more natural type of uh, cleaning product. You know, you can use vinegar and water to clean a lot a lot of surfaces. Right. Um, and that's something you, you use, do every day. Every day. Yes. Every day. We wash when we wash our our dishes off. We use a um, a natural dish soap, uh, mm-hmm. and when you know we wash all the plates off and silverware and whatever. So technically, we could just dry it and put it off to the side. But then we run it through the dishwasher. We don't use any chemicals. We just we just put it on the the wash cycle mm-hmm. with the hot water. It's almost mm-hmm. like a secondary sanitizing thing. We don't even put any um, you know dish soap in the dishwasher. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot. Yeah. There's lots of stuff. You know, there's yeah. the everyday stuff that we can do. Mm. Yeah, everyday stuff that you can do. Absolutely. Oh my yeah. goodness. <laughs> and 
and thought process, right? The manifestation and the visualization of I am well and I am functional and and there mm-hmm. is purpose for this I'm and worthy for me and purpose for my life and I am worthy and and yeah you know that's that's you just, huge you just said you just hit on it it's there's purpose there's a everything happens for a reason everything but not, even the bad stuff happens. even the absolutely especially horrible. the bad stuff yeah. Especially yeah, the bad right. stuff because when you're at when you're at your worst and you're most vulnerable, that's when you get to experience your humanness. Mm. You really that gave me chills. Your <laughs> that yeah. gave me and chills. So, honestly, you know these. Yeah, that and you know you can learn just you can learn so much from from that when your your strength lies in your vulnerability. Right, I like that. Always and even um, even for the people that are in uh, you know bad marriages or financial situations or you know um, maybe even a, a relationship that you cannot change, okay, mm-hmm. like a, a parent relationship. Mm-hmm. It's still all and I I had a long, very difficult relationship with my beautiful intelligent mother. And who was an extraordinary woman, but we we were very at odds end of each other. And mm-hmm. I honestly, I could you can't I could never change her. And mm-hmm. really, you shouldn't want to change another person. They they no. have their purpose the way that they are as well. I mean, of course, I'm mm-hmm. almost fifty now, so I mean, I'm sure maturity plays a factor in in understanding all of that as well. But it was the way I saw things, and the way yeah. I handled things, and the way that I you know. You still can yep. change the way that you view things from your perspective. Yes, right. Yeah. In the midst of in the midst of a complete whirlwind of life. Yep. Right. Exactly. We still, That's beautiful. Yep. It, it's yes. and it's huge in health. Honestly, I I notice it just in my own situation when. You know, obviously, we're we're all human. You know, when my frame of mind goes, oh, you know, into the pity party and oh, poor me, mm-hmm. and my God, I have so much to do, and blah, 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 blah. then all of a sudden I start focusing on every ache and pain, and and I don't feel well, or this or that. And when I'm focused for the future, mm-hmm. and I'm in that mode, mm-hmm. I honestly feel well, regardless, right, of where any number could be. Does exactly. that sound kooky? No. No, it doesn't. Not to me. Uh, not to me. I'm with you 100% on that. That's yeah. And that's, that's mindset. Amazing. And show uh-huh. 121 through 1 through 130 <laughs> is going to be on medical mindfulness. We're just going to medical bet Dr. Tondora for a year. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's 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 so true when you change the way you see the world, your whole world world changes. So you know Lisa. Do you know who Lisa Rankin is, Doctor Tondora? Yes, uh, Lisa Rankin. You're asking me. <laughs> she's a she's an MD who literally pulled her career mm-hmm. and decided to trek across the world to substantiate mm-hmm. medical mindfulness. People who have changed their health strictly by mindset. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful. That's a beautiful premise right there. Yep, that's amazing. You know what? It can be. It can be done. 
We all have that that capability. We all have that capability. Yes, we do. We are all worthy, wonderful people, brilliantly made. Give us a yoga moment, ladies. Yeah, yes, two yoga instructors. Give us a yoga <laughs> moment. Let's take a moment and have a yoga moment. Oh, Dr. Pandora's yoga moment. <laughs> I think the whole show was a yoga moment. It was. It was. <laughs> There's perspective yeah. again. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <sighs> so what else, I can I, what else can I offer? I feel great. Yeah. I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah, me too. We booked you for the next year. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I'm working on the next show. Um, and uh, for the for the listeners, if there's if they do have any questions, um, you know, again, they can contact me at drtondora at drtondora.com. Um, and uh, I just want to, again, thank you very much for everything that you do, both of you. It's uh, you. so powerful. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're welcome. And you. For for our Hashimoto's listeners, Dr. Tondora, any simple what? tips? I mean, I know we've we've covered them, but the for Hashimoto's in particular, what is the what is the big Kahuna for Hashimoto's as a naturopathic physician that you want people to really pay attention to? The big Kahuna. The big Kahuna. Yep. If there Hashimoto's. is one in particular, we know it's multifactorial, but Oh gosh, I'm gonna blow your mind again. <laughs> it's it. about speaking. It's about speaking your truth. Mm. We love that. That's, that's, that's mm. what came up for me is speaking your truth. If you want a metabolic from a metabolic standpoint, it's it's um, is working on your digestive tract, cleaning up your digestion, cleaning up your nutrition. Um, and and really strengthening your immune system, but mm-hmm. you know I gotta go back to speaking your truth. It, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. that's true to oneself. I I I like that. I honestly, you that that is a big Kahuna, particularly in thyroid issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, many of these people have been silenced at some point in their life. You know, whether it's from yeah. childhood, not allowing to to really let go of their feelings and being true to oneself, being true to oneself. You know, people say, well, maybe I talk too much or maybe I'm too this or maybe I'm too that. Or Just be you. Mm-hmm. You are you just, for a just reason. Just be you. Yep. Embrace just you. you. Embrace you. you. You only get one chance. Embrace you. Be you and yep. embrace you. Because, uh, you know, my daughter came in here and said something silly last night. We were like, you're beautiful. This is this is it. We don't want to just not having this conversation. You will you you know we love you. You're wonderful. You know you're beautiful. The way you are it doesn't matter. Uh, love yourself, yep. and that's it. You know I mean we really do need to follow that uh, from the very beginning because that's something that sticks with you. So do um, you have yep. an offer really quick before um, before we let everybody go? Do you want to talk about it? I can certainly uh, mention at the end of the show after we've let you go. But I uh, I know you have an offer you want to um, throw out to all the listeners. Ooh, ooh. Uh, <laughs> well, I, um, I do have a, I have a, a webinar coming up, a detox webinar coming up uh, next Wednesday. So I think uh, you're going to have a link on your site as well mm-hmm. for to sign up for that. Yeah, absolutely. 
um, so we have a detox webinar coming up, and there'll be a lot more. There'll be more specifics as far as uh, uh, health-wise, what you can do uh, to detox, and uh, particularly for Hashimoto's. So that's coming up on the 28th. So I encourage you to sign up for that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm in the flower field, ladies. Yeah, me too. I really am. Yeah, so just be you. <laughs> yeah, just be you. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that. I love that. That That is so and, you therapeutic. Know, you have a, yeah. It is so therapeutic. And, you, you know, you have a quiz. How toxic are you? And, you know, I'm leaning towards the fact that people's brains are toxic. And, and I'm sure people are thinking that you are, you know, only going to, you know, address the, you know, chemicals and all that kind of thing. But how toxic are you can, can go both ways. And I'm thinking people oh need to let go of things. They need to, to just be yeah. them. So, um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I exactly. Know. There is, yeah. And, you know, when we talk about toxins, it's it's about toxic relationships too, like you touched on before. Right. Toxic people. And toxic people, you know, it, 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 <laughs> If you're talking about and these can be people you this. genuinely love, right, Dr. Yeah. Pete? Yeah. These are people oh. that you can just absolutely phenomenally love, but you have to limit yep. the toxicity for yourself, yep. right? It's kind of like who's more important. Exactly. That's, yeah, that's, and, you know, they're probably members of your family. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. what I was thinking. That's what I was I'll thinking. I'll say it out loud. <laughs> You know, I just snorted. You don't love them, but you don't, have to, you don't have to subject yourself to 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 toxins in, in any aspect of it, especially toxic relationships. So, so again, the first thing is to re- to remove the toxin, remove yourself from the environment with love yep. and gratitude, and even engagement. Right. So if you're in a toxic yes. conversation, okay, yes. you can still disengage from the toxicity. Yeah. Right, that that's all about yeah. what we can do. Right, even for yes. people who are like, I can't get out of this marriage, or I can't get out of my mother or my my father or my my siblings or whatever it is, I can't. Right, there's still an engagement right. process right. that you can control. You yes. can. There are things that you still can control in that toxic yeah. relationship. You can yeah. control how you respond. That's mm-hmm. the only thing you can control. And so I, I had one a, a, a wise woman uh, once suggested to me when you get into a situation like that, where you know you know how your family and things can push your buttons, and you have this you know dynamic that goes back and forth, and it always happens. So instead of engaging in that, do or say the opposite. Mm. Whatever you would normally respond with, do or say the opposite. And mm. that's hard to do. How, it's hard to do, it's but I have tried it. It's empowering. You're like, I handle that beautifully. Yeah. And you'll see how the energy of the whole situation shifts. And it, and it might catch the person off guard, which is a good thing, you know, because then their whole energy is shifting around the situation. So, you know. Well, and let's face it, they're in a pattern too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, a lot of times when people are very down on themselves and dislike themselves and whatever, they're in such a cycle of negativity and and habitual negative stuff that when you break that cycle, you're not only breaking the cycle for what you receive from it, you are also breaking a portion of their cycle at the same time. You are too smart. That's exactly what happens. 
You're so smart. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's awesome. That's right? Amazing. That's awesome. That that is that is healing. I don't know about yeah. you, girls, but that's so. healing for me when I can healing. do that. It is. Yep. On so many levels. And therapeutic. On and so many levels. It's a release, you know? Yes. Yeah, yes. definitely. We need to talk about that seriously. Now, now in, in all joking aside, you know, uh, Dr. T, you sound like someone that I would just absolutely love to sit and chat about life uh-huh. with perspective, right? Yeah. So many times people that don't feel well, we, we get so engaged in numbers and this and that and mm-hmm. this and that, and we don't address the emotional component. These these couple mm-hmm. times that we've spent, you know, in this time together are right. huge. I, I almost wish I could just go and clear the slate and start over and just mm-hmm. start with the emotional yeah. component. So mm-hmm. we need to talk to you honestly. No yeah. no joking aside, to have a show to talk about the emotional component and, and mm-hmm. healing that can come from doing just what you have talked about, speaking your truth yeah. and changing, yeah. you know, toxic patterns and things like that yeah. and what people can do in toxic relationships, okay? It's, it's not always as easy as I'm just going to divorce tomorrow and get out. No, and let's right. face it, there, there, there are women out there that are scratching their head going, oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> right, yeah, you have fun doing that. Let's see, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know, right. would, well, you, again, would you, you know, be willing you, to do that? Absolutely, yeah, I would love to do that. I mean, that's, that's kind of what I'm about now. I mean, I've had my private practice for a while now, and, and it's really about educating and teaching and, and, um, and just in life, really, um, that, I have a I have a retreat that's coming up. It's called Yoga, Cancer, and Healing, where we look mm. at reframing <clears throat> reframing our awareness about health and healing and chronic disease and healing our life. And it's all about reframing our awareness and our mindset. It, it really has nothing to do with what herb to take, what da-da-da-da. I mean, I can cover that, but it's all about starting with your awareness and your mindset and, like, Dana was saying about how you see the world and your perception of things. Um, your your perception determines your reality. So if you don't like your reality, change your perception. Hmm. Um, I want you to talk really quickly, um, <laughs> just really quickly, since we're on this path, and just just really quickly mention your ceremonies that you lead because I think it's really important to to what we're talking about right now, Dr. Tondora. Yeah, I um, I facilitate what's called a radical forgiveness ceremony. It was developed by a man named Colin Tipping, and it's um, based on Native American healing traditions, where um, we actually can um, transform all those past ecstatic or negative experiences that have happened to us in the past. And it's all about um, it's all about our awareness and and coming to the realization that, like we said before, everything happens for a reason and that things don't happen to us, but they happen for us. Things don't happen to us, but they happen for us. And so it's all about reframing, goes through the process of forgiveness in a way that we reframe our awareness around the things that have happened to us. 
and and it's just a beautiful experience. Again, it was developed by Colin Chipping, and I have had the privilege to facilitate those ceremonies for the past three years now. Um, I do them in, I do them all across the country. I've done them uh, in Arizona, where I'm, I'm uh, mostly based. I've done them in Connecticut, um, and we've just started integrating them with uh, the therapy horses. So we have therapy horses wow. that are involved in our forgiveness ceremony because animals are just amazing uh, beings, amazing sentient beings, and um, you know they're very sensitive and healing. Uh, so I look for those coming up. I'll, I'll be uh, scheduling hopefully some of those back in Arizona when it's a little bit cooler back there. Um, but that's one of the things I do. I have the Yoga Cancer and Healing Retreat in Scottsdale, Arizona, on November 11th and 12th. Um, and even if it's and that is for anybody who has been affected by cancer or chronic disease. You don't have to have cancer in order to attend. It's for family, friends, caregivers, coworkers, practitioners. Uh, and again, it's mostly about reframing our awareness about health and healing. So that's uh, that's what I'm doing coming up. And we definitely need to sit down and have our have our chat about life coming up absolutely i mean it sounds like this is this is an evolution for you as a healer you know there's like you said i can talk about those things you know Uh um but that's not necessarily where you are now i mean you you can and you do address those things but but it sounds like there's there is the the frosting on the cake that Mm -hmm is the key to healing, and that doesn't involve necessarily numbers in its entirety and everything. That is, yeah, um, yeah. That's you're right, awesome. and thank you for saying that. Yeah, thank you for saying that, because that's that's really where I'm at, and that's really where, um, that's where I'm going with this and really trying to educate other people to come to that space as well. You know, mm, I read a, a book a I long love time that. ago. There was... There was a book, it was written a long time ago, it's called uh, The Molecules of Emotion. Um, and it was written by an MD, Dr. Candace Pert, um, which is a great read. And it's all about, again, it's about our emotional state affecting our physical health. So, and it, it's it's not necessarily the other way around. <laughs> right, right, you know? right, right. No, exactly, Right. I mean that's yeah. and and I think that there I think that is a complete healer one that can address both components you know um mm-hmm. because I think that in particular you know the emotional component and that self-love and ability to manage toxic um mm. emotions Mm-hmm. Uh, particularly in thyroid and obviously adrenals, but you know, uh, is a huge mm-hmm. uh, a huge place to be in in healing. I know that that has been uh, a large part for me. You know, yeah. that's the you know toxins go way beyond you know physical toxins. There's emotional toxins mm-hmm. that can wreak just as much havoc mm-hmm. on people. And like you it's said, not, it's all perspective. But these things have to be taught, right? It's not like you can just go from being negative and, and seeing the world in a negative way to being positive without guidance, right? Those things take a retraining of sorts of, of thought processes and um, way to handle yes. things. Yes, you, you are know? absolutely right. 
Yeah, you're absolutely. We're going to do a show. We yeah, are going we to are do, do a show. On this. <laughs> we already started the show. I'm serious. And I, 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 yeah, absolutely. I'd be I'd be happy to do that. I would. Lo- I love uh, speaking with you both, and um, I encourage anybody who's out there listening that to attend the Radical Forgiveness Ceremony if you can. It is a amazing, life changing experience. It changed my life and my attitude. Um, and so, you know, keep an eye out for those coming up. And that's, and one, way, that's just, one way to get the ball rolling is to be that, be, step into that vulnerable space about, you know, confronting things that have happened to you in the past and really reframing them. And you come, you come out transformed. I, 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 I can't stress that enough. I'm glad you shared that um, with everybody because uh, it's so important. And, you know, we were kind of heading down that path. So I, I'm really glad that you were able to, to get that out there because um, I think that's something that people need to start paying attention to and they need to start signing up and doing it because everybody needs a little forgiveness and, and transformation that goes on or that comes from doing those kinds of things. So thank you for sharing yes. that. Obviously, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. And, uh and a pleasure, of course, knowing you and meeting you. And I get to see you hopefully soon sometime. So I get to sit with yeah. Tiff, and I'm going to hold her hand and look in her <laughs> eyes and be all googly and say, just talk to me and, and help me forgive and things because uh, I get to see her. So maybe you can live vicariously through me. Uh, um, yes. Been, or I'll get on a plane. Great. Great. Too. Yeah. Well, this has been great. Thank, Thank you both so very much. Thank you very much. Thank and you. I, again, uh, uh, it's just been an honor to sit and chat with you ladies and uh, thank you for everything that you do. And Tiffany, I, I hopefully I'll meet you in person sometime soon. I will. I will meet you because you yeah. are an extraordinary person. I can feel it and I, it, we're just going to do it, right? It's going to yeah, be. Yeah, we are. It's going to happen. I love it. All right. Thank, okay. you. thank you so much. Thank you. We'll tell everybody where to find you. Yes, okay. we will. Sounds good. Bye-bye. How wonderful, mm. right? I, you know what's funny is I almost couldn't say goodbye. I, I, well, I didn't. Didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to say goodbye. I know. She is, and, and of course, I've, I've heard so many amazing things about her from you. Um, but she is really, uh, you could hear the gentle soul in her voice. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can you can feel it when she's you know, she's yeah. a total empath you know when you're around her absolutely you know you just want to I get it yes definitely so I want to go I'm to lucky. one of those radical I want to go to one of those radical forgiveness, forgiveness ceremonies, ceremonies. Mm-hmm. yeah so do I I know I know okay uh, I want to throw this out there really quick we are going to we are going to put the uh, the, did something just happen? Um, the <laughs> registration uh, on on Thyroid Nation and of course on the show and uh, in the Facebook group. But you can text Hashimoto to four four two 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 and you can register quickly. It'll send you to uh, a little spot and you just put your email address in there, and uh, you'll get the free How Toxic Are You quiz. And of course, after listening to the show, you know that it's not just about all the chemicals and things that you have in your body. Um, she'll be covering all kinds of things in her webinars. So um, Dr. Tondora is fabulous. You can check out all things. Dr. Christina Tondora at healthforyourwholelife.com. And, again, I will put all of that in the Hashi's group 
and on uh, the website. Hmm. I'm in a flower field. I'm in a perpetual flower field here. If you've mm-hmm. missed any of the Thyroid Nation radio podcasts, you can super easily download and listen to them at your leisure, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, my goodness, all kinds of places. So Yes, you can. Of course, you can just click on the link that I've posted on my Facebook page as well. It takes you right to the show about an hour or so after the show is over, so you can listen to it later. As always, a very big thank you to our listeners. Uh, if you get a free moment and you enjoy our shows, we would love a little review on iTunes. You can go there from thyroidradio.com, which is my page, our page for the, for the show, or you can just go directly there to iTunes and let us know what you think. Hmm. And be sure to check out Thyroid Nation Essentials at thyroidnation.com, thinking of, of detoxing and non-toxic, non-BPA, non-paraben skin care and helpful organic essential oils uh, for inhalation that help with all kinds of things just in the detox mindset. Please be sure to check those out, Thyroid Nation Essentials at thyroidnation.com. Uh, Dana and I created that line to be very helpful in your healing journey. We did. We sure did. And, of course, follow us on Facebook and all the social media outlets and the Facebook group, Hoshies and Graves, where we put all kinds of good information, the upcoming guests, of course, the link, Dr. Trondor's webinar, um, lots of wonderful people in that group. Check it out. Well, we've got some great natural practitioners in there answering questions and things, too, which is, uh, which is awesome. They do uh, randomly to... pop on, you know. I'm sure they get lots of notifications, and they're in lots of groups. But we do get some really wonderful people that'll just pop in and answer a question. So it's it's kind and of we fun. Are I know so Jessica, honored we're so grateful, you, right? right? I know. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> Jessica Drummond was in there. I know uh, Donnie Wilson will pop in every now and again. You know, we're just mm-hmm. we feel very lucky. Uh, Jolene Brighton, Isabella, yes, yeah, Isabella. Right. That's right. Yeah. So we are just incredibly Mary. grateful. Yeah, Mary, having an enormous gratitude <sighs> moment, mm-hmm. which is a great mm-hmm. way to to start the day, right? Of yep. course, Dana and I always want to remind you. I know this sounds very trite that we repeat this every show, but wellness is a journey and takes continual maintenance and evaluation. Not just blood work, not just antibodies, not just wear your TSH and your free T3. Also, evaluation of your thought process and your life and all of these different things. Your body will tell you whether it's in agreement or not. Trust me. And always be mindful of what it is telling you. That's a great way to live yeah. life, right? Absolutely. 100%. Plugged in. Plugged into yep. yourself. Constantly uh, happy and enjoying. That's what we're going to work on every day. This is Dana, your Thyroid Nation, Gringa Tika. And Tiffany Milanich. Bringing the collective voice of thyroid thrivers worldwide so that together, united, we heal. Thanks, guys. See you next week. We have Dr. Kieran Krishnan. It's going to be a wonderful show. I have Mary co-hosting with Tiffany. I will be flying at that time. I'm meeting up with a wonderful thyroid uh, advocate, Jenny from Hypothyroid Chef. So I will be unable to be on air, but she will be in great hands with Mary and Tiffany uh, for the next week's show. Thanks, guys. Mm -hmm. Bye. Have a wonderful week.